Good morning, and welcome back. It seems to be November now, November 6th specifically. It is a bright and colorful autumn morning in New York City, and this is the return, more or less, of your Indignity Morning Podcast. I apologize for any lingering vocal irregularities, but I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. The death toll in Gaza reached 10,000 overnight, according to figures from the Hamas-run health agency, as reported by the Washington Post. This latest round of deaths took place under yet another communications blackout imposed by Israel as it continued to barrage the densely populated area. On the front of the Times, the lead story is, Voters in Five Battlegrounds Favor Trump Over Biden. Over the weekend, the Times and Siena released a poll in which the 45th president led the 46th president by 10 points in Nevada, 5 points in Georgia, 5 points in Arizona, 5 points in Michigan, and 4 points in Pennsylvania. In Wisconsin, the only swing state where Biden was leading, his lead was two points. The Times reports, Discontent pulsates throughout the Times-Siena poll, with a majority of voters saying Mr. Biden's policies have personally hurt them. The survey also reveals the extent to which the multiracial and multigenerational coalition that elected Mr. Biden is fraying. Demographic groups that backed Mr. Biden by landslide margins in 2020 are now far more closely contested, as two-thirds of the electorate sees the country moving in the wrong direction. Now, thanks to the poll results itself, the other third of the country can also feel like the country is moving in the wrong direction. None of this means anything at all about how people are actually going to vote a year from now, but it does confirm that the public would rather live in a world in which you get to decide who you want to be president based on how mad you are about inflation, rather than focusing on who has pledged to arrest his opponents and call out the army against protesters, as Trump did over the weekend. It doesn't help that the alternative to authoritarianism and martial law is about to celebrate his 81st birthday. New Times reports, an overwhelming 71% said Biden was too old to be an effective president, an opinion shared across every demographic and geographic group in the poll, including a remarkable 54% of Mr. Biden's own supporters. Inside the paper on page A17, the Times takes a different angle on the age question, in a story about how Donald Trump will be on the witness stand today in his civil fraud trial in New York City. After speculating in general terms about whether Trump will be able to control his temper on the witness stand, the story goes on to note another risk during his time on the stand. Mr. Trump, 77, has been showing signs of strain and age on the campaign trail, mixing up the names of foreign leaders and at one point confusing which city he was in. This is, if anything, a gentle gloss on the story that the Times ran about it last week. That story reported, On Sunday in Sioux City, Iowa, Mr. Trump wrongly thanked supporters of Sioux Falls, a South Dakota town about 75 miles away, correcting himself only after being pulled aside on stage and informed of the error. It was strikingly similar to a fictional scene that Mr. Trump acted out earlier this month, pretending to be Mr. Biden mistaking Iowa for Idaho and needing an aide to straighten him out. That story also said, During a September 15th speech in Washington, a moment after declaring Mr. Biden cognitively impaired, in no condition to lead, the former president warned that America was on the verge of World War II, which ended in 1945. In the same speech, he boasted about presidential polls showing him leading Mr. Obama, who is not, in fact, running for an illegal third term in office. He erroneously referred to Mr. Obama again during an anecdote about winning the 2016 presidential race. We did it with Obama, Mr. Trump said. We won an election that everybody said couldn't be won. We beat... He paused for a beat as he seemed to realize his mistake... Hillary Clinton. Only 12 more months of this to go, plus four more years for one or the other of them, or less. 
and in other news about politicians facing a chaotic and uncertain future. The Friend of the Times has what is ostensibly a right-around profile of 25-year-old Brianna Suggs, the campaign fundraiser for New York Mayor Eric Adams, whose apartment was raided by the FBI last week on warrants related to an alleged straw donor scheme extending all the way to Turkey. The profile is basically just one more story of people being dismayed and somewhat astonished by the decisions the mayor made in building his inner circle. Mostly, though, it just reads like a marker that even though neither Suggs nor Adams has been charged with anything, the whole situation seems like a big deal, and it gives the Times a chance, once again, to report that the materials collected in the raid included a manila folder labeled Eric Adams. That is the news. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience with our erratic podcasting schedule. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again tomorrow, or another day, depending on how the voice goes.